This episode brought to you by Sunrises, the morning person's sunset. Sunrises are a great way to start the day. They're available in a variety of colors and every 24 hours, seven days a week. Enjoy one tomorrow. Sunrises available everywhere, but best enjoyed on the East Coast. Please view responsibly. Do not look directly into the sun. Hello and welcome to Elijah Saves the Universe, the show where we waste time talking about random things while trying to determine if the universe is a simulation run by some guy in a basement. I'm Adam. And I'm Eve. And today's topic is Christmas movies, but not the Christmas movies you know. Eve is going to tell you a little bit about um, Christmas movies in general, I think, because you're a big fan, aren't you? I watch a lot of like the Hallmark and the... Uh, the ones made by Harlequin and Lifetime. Lifetime. Yeah, I watch a lot of those Christmas movies. And I don't, I can't particularly say as to why I watch them because I know they're bad. I see it. It's all very obvious and cringy. And yet when I'm at home and I'm like, hey, Merry Christmas, I'm going to put that one on. <laughs> and that's what I do for an hour and a half while yeah. I'm rapping. So, so why? I, I don't know. I think there's something kind of nice about knowing exactly how something's going to go. Like, there is no question in my mind. It's like, oh, that woman is wishing for a perfect Christmas. I know she's going to get her wish. It's going to be a perfect Christmas because that Santa says, oh, be careful what you wish for or something like that. And then she gets this perfect Christmas and she finds out that that's not what she truly wants inside. What she wants is the imperfect Christmas with the imperfect love of her life. And then she'll come back renewed and refreshed and happy with her own life. And I see that coming, you know, within the first five minutes. And I, I enjoy that. It is incredible that how well you um, predict the plots of these. I mean, they're, they are predictable movies, but in your case, it's kind of like, oh, that. Well, when you've watched them 50 times and you're like, oh, this is one of those ones where she gets trapped in a snow globe. Oh, this is one of those ones where there's a magical kissing elevator where everybody who kisses in it falls in love and finds so their true soulmate. The trap, it's not that you've seen the the one movie where they get trapped in the slow, snow globe right there. No, there's no. at least three of those of the getting trapped in a snow globe getting trapped in a calendar getting trapped in a like an advent calendar thing getting trapped in a, a house like a little snow house yeah those happen it's incredible to me that they keep making these and people keep watching them yeah i know that because the, you the, could watch the same movie over and over right. and have the same effect or is right. it do you need something new it's it's slightly different because you know to be like oh this lady has blonde hair, and this lady is slightly darker and has an Italian family. So it's it's this one's in New York, and then this one has a divorced parents. So you know, there's she has different struggles, but right. comes to the same conclusion. So you're a planner. I am. Yeah, I do yeah. like to have my plans. I like right? to have my notes. <laughs> so maybe it's very accurate. Yeah. So is that part of it? Do you think you like to know what's going to happen? That is. I think that there is something very soothing and calming about just having knowing that there's going to be nothing unexpected. And if there is something that's at all unexpected, it's kind of a pleasant surprise because you're like, oh my gosh, they did have her get together with the best friend who is kind of dorky and he's not just the best friend, comedic, whatever. But that never happens. Uh, it, it does in a few of them, but you figure it out within, you know, a half hour. But at first, you think, 
she's supposed to be with the handsome guy. Oh. And then you're like, oh, no, no, it's the best friend. Huh. Yeah. Okay. Not, not if he's black. But <laughs> <laughs> there is an element of racism in these movies. Really I'll, I'll, I'll have to admit. Yeah. Yeah. The black best friend happens a lot where yeah. it's like, girl, it's, it's the diversity <laughs> hire of the Hallmark right. movie. Yeah. yeah. It's never about the black person. Right. They're never the main character. No. Always a bridesmaid. Yeah. They're the one who is like, let's go out. Let's have some fun. You never have any fun. And then she's like, oh no, I'm wound too tight. I can't go have fun. And they're like, come on. And she's like, okay, but this one time. And then she falls and, and a guy catches her who is also white and handsome. There is a lot of catching. In oh, so much falling. These women cannot stay on their feet. Yeah. And they trip over things. They are wearing too high of heels. And <laughs> that is quite endearing, I guess, right? Yeah. In some way. Sometimes they're trying to put an ornament onto a tree because it fell off the tree, but they're standing on a chair and then the chair sort of slides and then they fall into a guy's arms where they actually get like caught. I think that's my favorite huh. of all the catches. All the catches? Of all the catches. It's the falling while trying to put something onto the top of a Christmas tree. And how often does that happen in the movies? It's it's a fair number. Like it's not none. Like there. Can you, can there you give are, us a percentage? I would say maybe five percent of all the movies. Yeah, it's not. That's still pretty I've high. I've seen it in a few, but yeah, like it's, it's like they should put maybe a disclaimer on, like safety warning <laughs> really? on these movies. I think it's trying to teach you, like yeah. just if you're a Christian <laughs> inept woman, then maybe don't stand on a stepladder to put things onto you know, a Christmas tree. Heels. It's just gonna yeah, it's just yeah. gonna go poorly. But if you do. <laughs> then make sure there's a handsome gentleman to catch you. Walking by yeah. at that exact moment. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Okay. I guess I can kind of see the appeal. Right. Yeah, and then sometimes it'll have like a little bit of a mystery that you don't know. So you don't realize that the police chief is actually the bad guy and has stolen the reindeer ornament with all the diamonds on it. I think I remember this one. Yeah, and and she was the ex-evil person all along. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. But then they, you know, catch her at the last minute. Of course. Because you have to catch them at the last minute. There are some heavy hitters, like, that were, I would say, formerly attractive former celebrities that are, like, in a lot of these movies. You mean, or, like, Autumn Reeser and the lady from Full House? Well, I don't... <laughs> Autumn Reeser is my personal favorite, but I... <laughs> I don't think she's very popular, and like it's she's not a household name. Oh, but Vanessa Hudgens. Vanessa Hudgens. She's that, th- amazing. There we go. That's, yeah, there we go. I love. Oh yeah. And there are movies, Christmas uh, movies, with only Vanessa Hudgens in them playing every character. Pretty much, yeah. I love the Princess Switch uh, episodes. I know <laughs> films. <laughs> I've had to sit through a lot of those. <laughs> <laughs> There's only three, but you just had to see them multiple times, so they feel like six. <laughs> It's a lot. Well, once Vanessa Hudgens is three different characters, that's and funny. one of them has a, like a, a big accent, and she's like, "Oh, Pookie," that's when you know things are getting rough. Yeah, it's they ran out of ideas. Yeah, and she assured, I think, she assured us in Princess after Princess Switch Two that they would never get at any more. Yeah, Vanessa there wouldn't Hudgens's. be a fourth Vanessa Hudgens character, right? But that's a missed opportunity. I mean, why else? Who else is watching these? Right. You just want to see a lot of her. Yeah. Well, and I think she's. It really shows her versatility. It's like you can have Boston Vanessa Hudgens, who just has an American-ish accent, and then you can have a slightly fake British accent Vanessa Hudgens. Yeah. And then you can have a slightly Cockney-ish Vanessa Hudgens, who all live in a magical 
kingdom named like Moldovia or something. It puts her in that actress rarefied air with, you know, like Sally Field and, you know, who can, you know, do like Sybil with, you, the, you know, 15 personalities. You can do it all, like, really. All right yeah. there at once. Yeah. Why not? It's, what a chameleon. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, wow, that accent sounds so real. I am sure that that is how they speak in Moldovia. Yeah, it's it's Mongolia. you can't get uh, the accent to a made up country incorrect. Yeah, that's, that's nice another thing. advantage. But it's still pretty British. So yeah, I mean, I I can't say why I enjoy it. I think I somewhat enjoy it. Ironically, of the like, oh, this is so dorky, and I recognize that, and I see how terrible it is, but. I don't know if I'm enjoying them ironically or not at this point, because I think I've watched too many of them for it to be an exercise in irony. So my daughter explains her generation's humor this way. It's, it's very ironic mm-hmm. to the point where they don't know if they're being ironic or not. It's just funny. <laughs> it's, it's so many layers deep of irony that and it's just, it's just funny. We don't know if it's like, are you saying that seriously or not? It's, I, I, I genuinely don't know. It's just funny. I mean, I feel like I experienced that, yeah, yeah. with my Christmas movies. Like, I, I know this is terrible. I think that's why I think it's funny, but also maybe that's not why I think it's funny. Maybe I think it's funny because it's genuinely like, I genuinely like the dumbness. I don't know. That's that's hard to tell too. Yeah. Do I like this because it's terrible? Because for me, if something's the most offensive to me, if it's just mediocre. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, I like really good things and I like really bad things because the really bad things are usually really fun. It's like, and I get to think about how did this get made and and what was the point? It's kind of like this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> how did this? Get made? How did it get made? Like, who who would be stupid enough to do this and think it's good? And that and we are those people. Yeah. Right now. But for Christmas movie, Christmas movies, I feel like that whole spectrum gets shifted so if there's one that's mediocre it's actually kind of a standout and you're like "Ooh, this mediocre one is pretty nice and so i kind of like i perk up when it's mediocre i feel like mediocre is kind of the upper level yes yeah and so like when you watch a mediocre christmas movie you're like wow this is pretty good (laughs) this is not terrible and then there's a lot of like bad that's just not super pleasant and then there's the light layer where it's so bad that it's really fun all right so we watched one last year with Lindsay lohan oh yeah falling for christmas it was falling, falling for, christmas. for christmas she she was skiing and she had amnesia and i i still don't know what to think about that particular movie <laughs> i don't i don't know if it was so bad that it was good or it was just i felt like it fell into the middle bad spectrum not in the mediocre so it's good and not in the truly awful. It so was because it was kind of high budget. Like it was yeah, competently I mean, filmed, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. It wasn't, but it was. It was very typical Christmas movie fare. Yeah. So it's like I'll put it on the background, but I'm not going to be able to sit there and like stare at it. But I'm not going to turn it off. Yeah. There are a few I've had to actually stop watching. Oh, tell us about those. Wait, okay. So why were these so bad? Why were they so, let's say not good or bad, but, but why offensive. were they offensive to yes. you? Yeah. The biggest thing is where it's just so illogical for the character or person to do a thing that I can't even like pretend that this is a real human being. Hmm. So like the recent one that I had to turn off, 
the guy is an actor and he's pretending to be the girl's boyfriend because the girl was going to bring her boyfriend for Christmas, but then he broke up with her last minute. So she brought an actor with her to pretend to be her boyfriend because she had to have a boyfriend. But he was Jewish, so he doesn't know anything about Christmas. And But he is inept in not in a like, oh, I'm Jewish, I don't know kind of way. He's inept in a, I've never been a human before. <laughs> How do I do this kind right. of a way? So like they're sitting around being like, oh, we're going to decorate the tree as a family tonight. And then he sees the ornaments and is like, I should just decorate the tree right now. Because that's what you do if you're Jewish. When somebody says, hey, let's do this as a family, you're like, fuck you, mom and dad. I'm We're do Jewish. Alone. Yeah. And, and then he's like, that's I thought how it I, works. And then when they all walk in all devastated, he's like, I thought I'd get a head start on it. And, it, and I'm like, that's not endearing. That's just dumb. Yeah. Like, that's just really not understanding human beings it would have been fun if they had used a little bit of more of the jewishness thing like if you decorated a tree like a menorah i mean that would be cool yeah yeah and just, it was just hybridize the holiday a bit like yeah. all of you know i feel like we do that we're kind of secular yeah I would we're say not so. religious in in any way no other than believing the whole elijah simulation yeah, thing course. but you know that so the other religions besides elijahism um <laughs> Just don't make a whole lot of sense to me. So yeah, it's always fun to participate in the like we went to the Jewish. Oh yeah, we did went to the menorah lighting. The ceremony, menorah lighting and that, that was, was awesome. Really and I love cool. all those. I have a menorah. I I, feel I don't know how to do a menorah. A little but I have bad one. about that sometimes. It's like yeah. okay, I'm not really supposed to be here. I don't but believe it. They specifically are like, no, please come. We don't. We we know you don't care. Have a donut. It's amazing. Oh, the Jewish people in <laughs> yeah. particular, they right? just really like the the turnout. I think. Yeah. And the, and sharing their their things. Yeah. I don't think of all the religions. I think the Jewish people don't take it very seriously for the most part. Yeah. You know the uh, the the um the Hasidic Jews in in New Jersey where I grew up. They uh -huh. they're very serious about oh, it. Oh yeah. Right? The, they're Orthodox. It's like, yeah, that's super serious. Yeah, but I don't feel like they have that same, like, oh, you're going to hell if you don't do this right, like, judgment that you feel. No, no, not no. like, and I'm, I'm not even sure they believe in an afterlife. <laughs> At least they don't teach it or, like, yeah. preach the hellfire thing. So, yeah, different versions of afterlife are kind of interesting. Like, there's the Muslim one that I've, the only one that I know about mm -hmm. um, it, from an ignorant point of view. It's the 72 virgins. Like yeah. That sounds appealing, but I don't think I'd want to kill people to do right. that. And then there's the Mormon planet thing. Uh, that's not real. Okay. That's kind of an embellishment of what they actually believe. Okay. Yeah, so. I don't, I don't profess to know a lot about any religions. Yeah, most of what I know about religion comes from South Park. <laughs> or my brush with Catholicism in high school. Yeah. I went to a Catholic high school. And that was about it for me. That was enough. <laughs> when you don't grow up with something and you're exposed to it at as a teenager, yeah. especially, that doesn't make sense at all. Yeah, yeah. I was I was never raised religious, and then my mom married an ex pastor, and so yeah, we. Oh, the, well, let's let's dive into this a little. <laughs> Tell us how this was. Well, it was, that was an interesting uh, an adjustment. And how old were you at that time? When they got married, I was 16. 
Okay. So, so I, he'd been around for a couple of years or whatever, and we had some brushes with the religion. Yeah, but you've, you're on your way out. Yeah. No, I didn't like go to the church stuff, but like we did a little bit when I was like younger because they were dating for a while, and and so you know, like fourteen year old me went to church for a bit. Yeah. And I was just like, I mean, I'm a very easygoing person, so I'm like, okay, we're doing this now. This right. is fine. I don't need to argue. <laughs> But also, I'm like, this is a weird concept. <laughs> and uh, and I tried to read the Bible. And then I, I was just like, I like skimmed through it. And I skipped through. I had like a, a, a bridged one or whatever. And then I got to like some of the really sexy, racy stuff. What? You know what I'm talking about? With There's the, like, nothing sexy the deer, in the Bible. The woman with the ample bosoms or something. I don't know. There's, a, there's some stuff in there. That, Where? I don't know. It's like Psalms or something. Psalms? Not Psalms. Aren't there poems? What's the racy parts? I'm going to Google this real quick. Hold on. Okay, you Google this. I don't think they're racy parts. I think they just say, I, I know you. Racy part in the Bible. Racy parts of the Bible. There's Leviticus that has all the rules of things. Like if you're on your period, you must sacrifice a dove after at the temple, which nobody does anymore. It's kind of a shame. I haven't sacrificed anything at well, any temples. Maybe that's why, you, you know. Yeah. I think that may, might help cramps. <laughs> but Why aren't we doing that? I, I don't know. I just have daughters, and you know, I just know they have bed cramps, and they've never sacrificed doves. So correlation. Who knows? <laughs> okay, I don't know where Song of Solomon. Song of Solomon is racy. Is it? Yeah. Well, why don't you? Why don't you give us an example? Okay, hold on. Thy two breasts are like two young rows that are twins, which feed among the lilies. It's like deer, I think. But like, like reindeer? Yeah, like 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 regular deer. They're like like. What is animals. like that? Someone's breasts are like breasts. deer. Yeah, thy breasts are like two young rows that are twins, which feed among the lilies. I am a wall, and my breasts like towers. Then was I in his eyes as one that found favor. Okay, I'm I'm getting a little turned on. All right, I know who. It's <laughs> a little Ooh. racy, but like, I don't know. So like the one that I read that was very. Englishized had like Anglicized. Yeah, that one. <laughs> that would be the right phrase. We don't I don't think we've discussed this much, but but <laughs> Eve was an Angle teacher. <laughs> <laughs> In a former career. It's, it's sometimes words are there's a lot of options. Yeah. You can go. You can many just make ways. up your own, even to <laughs> yeah, like, the world is your oyster. Yeah. And anyways, I got to that part, and I was like, that is kind of sexy. Is that okay to have in the Bible? And then I just got confused, and I walked away. So was this in church? No, this was me being at home, being like, maybe I should try to read the Bible. I like oh. books. Oh, reading it alone like, at night? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah, I didn't get any further than that. <laughs> it was a good night. <laughs> Why is our Bible stuck together, son? <laughs> I told you. Use use your own Bible. (laughs) Oh, man. Uh, Yeah, so we started out with wholesome Hallmark movies, and we're ending up with sticky Bibles. This is probably a good place to end it. What do you think, Eve? I I think we said what we need to say about both of those topics, and so much more. I know, but it's just so hard to say goodbye. It is. But we've had a lovely day, and good luck to those of you out there also watching for elijah haven't heard anything yet no we'll keep our ears open yeah you can uh, contact us on uh social media 
or email or uh, text or aim or zanga or uh, icq yeah or call or yeah anything really yeah so um get in touch if you feel like it and till then all you fellow nbcs whether you have free will or not we hope you have a wonderful wonderful week <laughs> <laughs>